Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Let's talk about Twitter. What would we do if Twitter dies? Now, it might sound a little dramatic. The prospect of Twitter's demise under Elon Musk's uh, tumultuous ownership isn't too far-fetched. Recently, the billionaire reinstated several banned accounts, including that of former U.S. President Donald Trump, uh, who was permanently excluded from the site in 2021 following the January 6th U.S. Capitol at- uh, attack. Today, Elton John left the site. He joins other celebrities like Whoopi Goldberg, who have left the site as well. The unpredictable uh, nature of Musk's decision-making paired with mass staff resignations and layoffs that led uh, Twitter's most dedicated users to question when they should break up with the platform. Well, last month, employees of Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram, joined a virtual brainstorming session to discuss how to build the next Twitter. Will there be a next Twitter? Joining me now to talk about uh, present Twitter and perhaps Twitter's future rivals is Andy Barr, technology and digital lifestyle expert at HandyAndyMedia.com. Good afternoon, Andy. Hi, Jazz. <laughs> you know, you've talked. I talked about uh, Elon Musk the, the the first few weeks uh, uh, during his uh, leadership, and then I think we've uh, I've kind of detoxed off that for a few weeks. But I thought it was time to come back and chat with you uh, in regards to where Twitter is and and potential uh, competition. First of all, I guess your thoughts on where Twitter is uh, since our last conversation. I mean, is is it getting any better in your mind? Well, the good thing was he he suspended that the whole subscription service that he did because he got all those imposter accounts. So I think he learned his lesson. He tried to flip the script in like a week and it didn't really work out well. So he's going to roll that out again, Jazz. And what he said is when he pulls out those blue check marks, he's going to have different colors, one for governments, one for kind of celebrities and one for the paid one that you can get. What's unclear right now, Jazz, and this is what I'm really waiting for. This this could be the make or break for Twitter is if he takes that blue check mark away from the people that already have it, uh, distinguished people, celebrities, journalists and whatnot. I think if he takes that away and says you have to pay for it, I think that might be the thing that actually breaks Twitter and people might start to leave. Now, are, are other companies viewing this as an opportunity? Well, absolutely. Look at look at Meta, Facebook. Uh, they're just salivating at this because Mark Zuckerberg went all in on the metaverse and that hasn't really worked out uh, very well for him. He even created the parent company and called it Meta, which is so meta for him to do. But um, he's not doing well. And he's looking at Facebook. It's older people that tend to use it. He needs to give Meta its sexy back. And so they're looking at this as an opportunity to take those Twitter followers. But however, Meta has no original ideas, Jazz. Their, their sense of innovation is imitation. And I think that's what they might do with Twitter in the future. Hmm. Uh, there have been other sites, uh, Mastodon. I think there's uh, Hive Social. Uh, do you see them as potential uh, you know, uh, giant killers when it comes to Twitter? Not yet, or not really. I, I joined both of them, Mastodon, Hive Social, Counter Social. 
And you know, Jazz, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. The Mastodon was one of the worst impressions I ever had of joining a site. It was very complicated. And for the average person, I just think that they are just going to get frustrated and leave. The, the big question, I think, is who is go if, if Twitter dies, who's going to take um, the pieces? Is it going to be a big juggernaut like Meta? Or will it be a startup? Uh, Ex-Twitter employees are also looking at creating the next Twitter. So there's a lot of people out there with fresh ideas who know how to build these kind of platforms. The question is, and here's the problem for us, the users, there's just too much choice, Jazz. It's yeah. the paradox of choice. You, we think that if we have more choice, we're happier. But if you ever went to Baskin Robbins and you have 32 flavors of ice cream and you have to pick one, it's frustrating. And I think it would have been so much nicer if we just had maybe three choices of social media um, sites to, to join. But Instead, we're going to have dozens and dozens. And I think that's the issue and why a lot of people stay with Twitter because it's tried, tested and true. But who knows if it'll be around in the future? Even if it does implode, I can't see the government allowing Google, uh, Facebook, the more traditional social media sites to actually own Twitter because it's more consolidation and concentration. I think there is a bit of blowback on big tech at this point that they wouldn't allow that. Yeah, I don't think they would let them buy Twitter, but I think they're going to try to create the next Twitter by just basically copying Twitter. So right now, Meta's idea, their, their idea is like, okay, it'll be like Instagram, except instead of photos and videos, it'll just be text. And we'll use the Instagram technology and we'll build a separate app. That's their idea. And if you look at Meta, when Snapchat came around, their idea was, we'll create our own Instagram stories. When Tinder came around, they're like, well, we'll just create our own Facebook dating. When Craigslist was a threat, there's like, oh, we'll just create our own marketplace with Facebook Marketplace. So essentially, Meta is a super app. Facebook is now trying to become a super app. And I'm, and I'm quite perplexed that the government allowed that to happen already. It is way too big. They shouldn't own Facebook Twitter, or sorry, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, WhatsApp. I think that is just too big. Um, but of course, they're going to try to get those Twitter um, users if it does indeed go down. And when I lived in China, there was always WeChat, which is really Twitter, a bit of Facebook, but it was also had this, um, I guess, commerce side to it where you could use it as, as payment uh, for goods and services. Could we see something like that finally arrive to North America, which would be the all-encompassing app, which you can use for everything you do now in regards to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Could we not get uh, an app that would do all of that plus Twitter and you could use it as uh, e-commerce where you could pay for goods and services? That's Elon Musk's dream. That's actually one of the reasons why he bought Twitter. He thought that that would be uh, help him accelerate to creating a super app like that. And I think he really wanted to call it X.com, which was his original idea way back when he uh, started with PayPal. But I don't know if the regulators are going to allow that. But if you look across the globe, Jazz, one thing that you're seeing is social commerce. This is this is like all these additional revenue streams that are coming through social media. And you, you see this big in China right now where these influencers now influencing people to buy things. It's like the shopping channel 2.0. And uh, so I think whatever social media platform that goes to replace Twitter they're going to have to make money somehow. And I think they're going to try to leverage this new social commerce that's happening with the influencers who influences people's decision making and purchasing decisions. Um, but, you know, 
social media as a subscription service. That is interesting what Elon Musk is trying to do here. And I just don't know if the public is ready to pay to be on social media. That's just a real foreign concept for a lot of people out it there. It truly is. And then when you got someone like Elon who is just unpredictable, it makes it even, do you really want to be handing over your credit card information to a guy like Elon? So it's, it's going to be very interesting. Andy, thank you so much. Thanks, Jazz.